Hey, besties. Welcome to the BFF Bookcast. We're your hosts, Teresa and Katie. Before we jump in, we just want to remind everyone that while we discuss our own thoughts and opinions, just remember we are here to have a good time. And as always, please check trigger warnings before reading any books we will be discussing. And beware, we curse like the Bat Boys probably do during their annual snowball fight. Hi, Megan. Welcome. (laughs) Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. We're so excited to have you. Like, we were very excited when Lindsay um, reached out. Yeah. We were like, us? <laughs> like, honored. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, okay, so before, like, I mean, we have questions for you, obviously, but. Obviously. <laughs> so I have, like, I'm obsessed, obsessed, obsessed with hockey. And for the past year have been, like, like, just binge reading hockey romances. And I did not know that this was a series. And so this past week I like downloaded I've done the audio. Nothing but yeah. yeah. <laughs> the first two, Cause I was like, so I'm listening. So like, I'm listening to the first, like for the first two while I'm reading this one. And I'm so fully obsessed now that I was like to her, I'm like, you need to download the audio for the first two books immediately. Like the narrators do such an amazing job. They're amazing. I will yeah. say even reading this, like it automatically made us want to go back. Like you don't need to read one and two, but we were like, oh no, we need to now read one and yes. two. Like we need this in our lives right now. Yeah. Like we're, yeah. A, little, we're a little obsessed and addicted. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like one of my best kept secrets because I, it's been out for, I want to say two years now. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. Like a year and a half, the, like the first two books. And people were like, what? You wrote a hockey series? And both books did really well. But the problem is, is that the original covers, like, did not scream hockey at all. Like, yeah, you okay. wouldn't be able to tell. They just looked like normal covers. And so when I was going for the third one, I was like, oh, I think I need to, like, make it, like, hockey in your face. <laughs> so that's what I went for. Yeah, the new covers are really, really cute. Yeah, they are. Like, we'll need to purchase the physical copies. <laughs> it is. It's like, we call it like, we're like trophy hunting. Like you read it on Kindle or like on audio, and then you have to buy the physical copies yes, for your bookshelf. The so they're already right. in my Amazon cart. I'm hoping that my husband like, goes yes. on my Amazon account and just like buys whatever's in there. Yeah. yeah, accidentally clicks buy all. Yeah, no, that would be, that would be amazing. I actually, funny story. Um, I was trying to figure out what to do with covers and covers are really important to me. And yeah. some I'm like nailed it. It's so great. I'll never change it. And then there's others where I'm like, I'm so frustrated with the whole process that I just give in. I'm like, it's good enough. Well, the original hockey covers were the good enough for me. Yeah. And um, when I was going for the third one, I had this model that I was going to use. And um, for six months, we were planning this like whole photo shoot and everything. And when he was supposed to do it, he started ghosting me and the photographer. And I was like, dude, please. I'm like messaging him on Instagram. The photographer's emailing. I'm emailing. And I'm like, I have a month. Like, I can't, like, I can't wait for you. And so it finally came to the point where I was like, I just have to come up with something illustrated because I don't have, I don't have a backup model. I don't have someone that I could slip in real quick. So, um, my illustrator who does my, I don't know if you guys know, but I have illustrated versions of, um, some of my books where there's like 
over like 30 to 40 illustrations inserted inside. Not inserted, but they're like actually in the pages. And some of them are real frisky. Um, and we're going to need a list of those books. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and so I was like, um, Gerard, could you please like do some pictures for me for the covers? And he did such an excellent job. He captured exactly what I wanted for each book. Um, each picture has, it's, it's pulling a moment from the book, a scene yep. from each book. And so I think he did such a great job and, um, people love them. Some people are like, Megan, what about the like men on your covers? I'm like, don't worry. They're not going away. <laughs> it's always so, nice to have like two, because yeah. some people want like the real models and some people like the cartoon covers better. So like you like, yeah. it, I think it's good to have them both, obviously. Um, yeah. And I love the colors of them. I do too. Like, yeah. Like they're cool. Fun yeah. Colors. They're so much fun. Like the pink. So, I mean, so far, I love them all, but I think I'm an Eli girl. Um, I mean, that's totally, that's totally okay. He's a good one. <laughs> I'm like, he obviously likes blondes. So, um, <laughs> but I like, I was like the pink cover, like makes so much sense because obviously the pink dress and everything, but yeah. um, who is your favorite, I guess, like character from the book so far? Uh tough one because so like Pacey is the goalie he's in book one kiss and don't tell and he's the original he's the one yeah. that kind of started it all so I have like a soft spot for him and then Eli um was so fun to write because um he gets his best friend slash teammate sister pregnant and mm -hmm. it's not it's not a surprise it happens like right at the beginning and the way that he it's like Mr. Like charismatic, but when he's like in the moment of having to be in this like relationship, he's so awkward. So, and it, like, <laughs> but I in Apple text, I was like, oh my god, it's like just so glorious that like it's hard for me not to love Eli. But then Silas is, um, I don't know. He has this like deep rooted need mm -hmm. to be loved that he doesn't show anybody. And um, I think that's like really addicting as a reader to be like, can someone just offer him the love that he needs? And those three books are the ones that are out right now. So yeah. I don't know. But I also have a real soft spot for Levi, yeah. uh, Posey. I and love that man. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's funny because obviously like we were just saying before, like, oi, my dick. Oi, my dick. is like the thing that it's going to just, like my new life motto. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I love how he was, like, so serious. He was like, yo, I got this. Like, yeah. I yeah. know how to get this girl. Like, we're going to get nudes out of this. He's, like, eggplant mortar mode. I also yeah. love, like, like, I mean, I'll read, we read any age. Like, we don't care if they're young or older. But, like, there's something when you can kind of connect with the age group of, like, who yeah. you're writing about. So, the guys are, like, our age. So it's like so funny because it's like, oh, emojis are a thing. And it's like, we laugh about things. We're like, yeah, like we use emojis. Like, are they a thing still? Probably like, not. Probably not. Like, are the younger generations doing this? But, oh my God. Oh, my dick. I feel like that's all we walk around saying. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love, so that is that text exchange in the book actually started in Kiss and Don't Tell. So I don't know if you guys remember, but, yeah. um, I bounce back and forth between perspectives, which I think is so fun during like an intense text conversation. Um, and I've only done it in, in my hockey series. And usually I do a theme like that in my books. 
but I just like when you send a text and you as the person you send it and you're like, Oh God, what are they thinking? What are they thinking? And then to be able to see the reaction on the other end, I think is so priceless. Yeah. And so um, having that back and forth during the Oh my dick <laughs> moment was so, good. so amazing. <laughs> it was so funny. Like I was sitting like, I mean, I like, I think a lot of things are funny and like in books, but like, it's a lot for me to like, physically like laugh out loud while reading. And I was like dying. I was belly laughing this whole book. Yeah. Like, (laughs) but not, no, I shouldn't say the whole book. Like there were some great, like like, very scary moments, but I think you really like intertwined, like a good, like heartfelt chuckle. And like, it was like funny, but like it had both, which was awesome. Like that's so hard to do. Yeah. It was, it was, it was so good. Um, so are you a hockey fan? I, I, it's funny because I actually grew up watching my uncle play hockey okay. and, um, he would go, I would always go with my dad to the ice rink and we would watch him play hockey and it was, you know, fun for me. And I have like, obviously a general knowledge. Um, but once he stopped, I didn't really like continue watching cause I didn't watch professional mm-hmm. and, so like I don't watch it now, which I think is interesting because like I wrote about it, but I also like have this real like I don't know fond memories of hockey, and so writing about it is pretty it's fun for me because it brings me back to those like times sitting at the rink and being like freaking freezing, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but just enjoying watching my uncle play. That's yeah. cool. Like it has meaning behind it, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, I also wanted to talk about how it's like this is very early on in the beginning when it's when they first meet at the bar and there's obviously an age gap which we love I actually I love age gap I thought it was really funny like I'm just picturing this like 31 year old hockey player like going to the college dorms but um, (laughs) how Silas was like I'm gonna be so hungover tomorrow and Ollie's like are you kidding like and he's like I'm for a ride (laughs) and so I was like I'm 31 like hangovers are different in your 30s and I was like yeah like it's not like a hangover for like an hour it's like you're down now for a day or more more, depending on what you're drinking yeah Yeah, Uh, i i love their age gap so much to the point that i like became freakily obsessed with it yeah i just found it so like i don't know enamoring that he would go to her dorm and yeah. I was like, I don't know why I like this so much. And like, I don't know. Because I feel like it could be like creepy, but it's not in my mind. <laughs> like it could be creepy, but I feel like it just showcased how much he really liked her. Like yeah. be this like grown man going to a college dorm. And it didn't come off like creepy at all. No. I think I think also because like she had her own, it wasn't like she had like roommates and like was like living in like a suite with like yeah. six other girls. I'd be like, this man should not be there. But, but even a lot of the lines that he says, like, he, he commends Ollie for how mature she is for her age. Like, yeah. I feel like, again, like, it ties in nicely. Like, yeah, she's younger, but, like, has gone through some stuff at home, is trying to prove herself. Mm-hmm. Like, is very, like, she's on her own path, and she's going to do what she needs to do to get there. So I feel like that also helps kind of, like, bridge the 21 to 31. Like, it's not like this, like, teeny bopper going out, slinging shots back, wearing... <laughs> Like, you know, absolutely nothing like going home to like her 8 million roommates. Like it's a different, yeah. it's a different, but I, I was the same way. I was like, I'm obsessed with this right now. Yeah, I know. 
I it love was so good. And I love how she like goes like half of the first part of the book I have highlighted because again, like we're in our thirties. Like, ew, you're in your thirties. Like, yeah. she's like goes after. She's <laughs> calling him like grandpa <laughs> geriatric, and I was <laughs> like. <laughs> Like, this is so good. Like, and then she's like, well, like, he talks about, like, Rugrats. And she's like, what's Rugrats? I'm like, yeah. what yeah. Rugrats? <laughs> that was, like, the shit back in the day. It's still, it's it still, still is. is. <laughs> uh, and she likes pickles. So she was a girl of her own heart. And she needed a delicate I'm always We're obsessed. I was going to say, like, besides her being so much younger, like, I found her very relatable. Like, I found them both very yeah. relatable in different ways. Um, but I found her very relatable and I will try to relate to every single female main character that I read. I always am like, that's me. Like I just make, I just make them me. Um, so it's easier when I actually can relate to them and it's not whatever, but we did have a bone to pick with you. Uh oh. (laughs) Specifically. Yeah. It's really not me. It's her. I thought this was great. So the Harry Potter conversation, I'm a Ravenclaw. It's so funny. Okay. <laughs> so listen, I never hear anybody ever be like, oh, Ravenclaw right here. It's either they're like hoity toity in Gryffindor, you know, mm-hmm. they're like, I'm so great. Or they're like me, who's a freaking Slytherin. That's what you know, gotta be a Slytherin. <laughs> horrified at first and then I was like you know what I'm freaking owning it Um, and then and then Hufflepuff everyone is like Hufflepuff is like you know the teddy bear and everyone's like I'm a great Hufflepuff and it's but no one is standing there raising their hand saying I'm a Ravenclaw and so um I know and my my wife is a Ravenclaw too which I think is so funny that is terrific I know. I thought we found out afterwards, and I was like, "Oh, maybe people are Ravenclaw. <laughs> we just don't talk about it." Yeah, I you don't. I think I like highlighted paragraphs. I'm like, I cannot wait to text Teresa about. Yeah, she was like, "You get that part yet?" And I was like, "Yeah, I haven't." I was just like, "Yeah, I'm gonna talk about this." <laughs> we are so right. Like, people love talk. Like, I'm a Gryffindor. So, like, I feel like, yeah, like, I'll raise my hand, like, yo, I'm a Gryffindor. Like, this is how yeah. I am. Well, you're a Slytherin. They're like, I'm a Slytherin. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Like, but, yeah. And I feel like the Hufflepuffs are just, like, twiddling their hair. Like, you can just tell her. <laughs> you just know when someone's a Hufflepuff. Uh, you definitely yeah. 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 We are. Um, you know. Yeah. I, like, not even trying to put a Hufflepuff down, but, like, when I have my daughter, and she can crawl, she's crawling towards four onesies, and they will be the houses. And everyone's like, what happens if she, like, goes towards like Hufflepuff. I'm like, she's going to get diverted. She's got to go somewhere else. (laughs) I love Hufflepuff. They're Um, cute, but I feel like, I don't know. I love them. I'm a, I can, that's my, like, I'm a Ravenclaw, like Hufflepuff rising. (laughs) And so like, that's why I'm like, she's not going to be Hufflepuff. (laughs) Oh my God. Oh, Slytherin all the way. And it was like horrifying to me at first because I grew up reading Harry Potter and like when the books came out, mm-hmm. I was like, mm, thank you. And I got them in the bookstore when they first like arrived and stuff. And so um, I was very much into Gryffindor because obviously why wouldn't you be? Yeah. And like a Slytherin, you're like the worst, you know, yeah. like I don't need them near me. And so when I took the test, I was like, oh God. <laughs> You're like, what's happening to my no. life? 
I will say the books really do kind of set you up to like obviously be pro Gryffindor, anti Slytherin. Yeah. And like the Ravenclaws and Hufflepuffs, I think, are kind of like neutral. neutral. Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, I meant like zero disrespect to Hufflepuffs because I like them too. But I'm just like, because I am a Gryffindor, right? Like mm-hmm. Slytherin, my daughter has to be something of the sort too. Um, but yeah, like I feel like once you start taking the test and like start to see the personalities when they're older, you're like, okay, like these are kind of cool. Yeah. So I mean, like, have- where would we, where would we be in the world without Hufflepuffs? Honestly, honestly, exactly. where would we be? They're yeah. the nicest human beings in the world. Yes, you yeah. can't. They well, they keep us like grounded. They <laughs> do. They're the glue. <laughs> um, we love Ross. Yeah. Are we gonna get, Are we gonna get a Ross? A Ross Rivers book? I I don't know. <laughs> He was amazing. Maybe just like a short story. Like <laughs> I could, I could do a possible short story. Okay. I can maybe maybe do a short story. I do love them. I love I love the whole dynamic between Ross and Rivers. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. It was like a secondary secondary storyline that I kind of fell in love with quickly. And yeah. it's funny because in Kiss and Don't Tell, Max is the best I friend to Winnie. Hey, like I was like, can we maybe like this is like a an open relationship or something? Yeah, <laughs> Max is like I know, and it's so funny because I was like, mm, forget Max. Like we're gonna take on, we're gonna do Ross. <laughs> he. He was my favorite. I absolutely adored him. I know. I want a Ross in my life. Same. He was so witty. Yeah. Great fashion sense. Like, I need that. Like, I only know how to wear black with, like, leggings and a t-shirt. Like, give me (laughs) Ross. Yeah. But he was so good. Who can we, who can we expect next in the Agitators series? Do you know? Or he's kind of like... I don't know yet. And it's funny because I always, like, I first started teasing readers after Kiss and Don't Tell, telling them that I was writing another hockey book. And they're like, who's it going to be? And I was like, you know what? I'll keep it a secret. And I kept it a secret until cover reveal. And so I did the same with this one. I was really yeah. being mean about it. And I was like, I'm not going to tell you who it's about yet. So, but I only have two left. I know. You know? And so, I, I'm intrigued. Like, they're both so different. Like, I'm intrigued by them so much. But I don't know who you know. I- I don't know who I would Everyone want. keeps saying, they're like, oh, you're going to save Halsey for last because he has the most traumatic story. Yeah. And I'm like, maybe. It honestly depends on the mood. I wasn't supposed to write this book. I was going to, I'm not kidding. One of my questions was like, do you plan in advance or is it like mood reading where you're just like, this is the book that writing. I want to write because I'm in the mood to write this? Yeah. So I'm much better at writing. Um, more witty, fun, uh, mm-hmm. female or male leads that have like a good time. They might have like a little bit of a sordid past, but like they're all in all a good time, you know. Um, and not so meet cute. Huxley is kind of very like alpha and not fun, yeah. but like super sexy. It's harder for me to write a story like that because all I want to do is crack jokes, and I just yeah. want to like have that witty banter and instead I have to like be like all curmudgeon and be like you know like (laughs) and so it's harder for me and so Huxley was was funny because he wasn't funny he was like so funny. yeah yes so um and then JP his brother is like outlandish you know sarcastic and I was like like so quick and easy to write and so when I was writing I was writing another book um it was, um, I don't know if you guys have read it yet, but Untying the Knot came out in November last I, year. And that, yeah, I know that. 
Yeah, a spinoff of the Kane brothers. And he has his friend, his brother Banner and his friend Penn in that story. And they're each getting a book. And so I started writing Penn's book and I was about 25,000 words into it. And Penn has a real, he used to be an alcoholic and he's just very like regimented now. And he's not, I mean, he's still fun, but like he needs to stay on schedule and he just needs his life the way it needs to be. Because if not, he feels that he's going to lose control. So I'm writing that and I'm like, this is just torture. Like I can't, <laughs> I can't do this. And so I actually texted Lindsay yeah. and, um, and Mallory. And I was like, uh, I think from Mal reads. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Um, and I was like, I, I, I need to switch up what I'm writing. I have about three to four weeks to get it done. And cause I had a deadline. And so um, I was like, what do you think about a hockey player? Like maybe like age gap. And then we started like going back and forth with all these different, you know, ideas. And um, then I was like, oh, I can apply it to Silas. I didn't even know which character. I was like, well, I'll apply it to this one. It makes the most sense for Silas, I think. Yes. yes. <laughs> and so then I wrote it real quick and it came out so fast and so easy. And, um, you know, just, I just felt really connected to it and very excited about it. So one day I'll go back to Penn's story, but um, it really depends on if I'm into a serious book. I just got done with one that I'm editing right now that's um, a sequel to Royally Not Ready, which I released last year. And um, it, I, it's the same characters, which I haven't done in, Ooh. I don't know, maybe like seven years. I have not done it in a long time. I'm always like standalones in a series. But uh, I was like, you know, let's do it. I love these characters so much. And um, I decided to add like mystery and suspense. And I've never, ever in my life written that before. That's so cool. <laughs> what are you doing, Megan? Like, you have <laughs> no idea what's going on. And I'm like, I don't plot. So like, imagine writing a mystery suspense novel without like any basic plotting. So I'm like, in my mind, wait, what's this? They connected here and like you have to tie up this loose end. And like I just didn't have anything written down at all. And um, I'm mentally exhausted from it. And so my next yeah. book is going to be like super freaking easy. <laughs> we always say this like after we talk to authors, like we can't get over how your minds work and are so creative. Yeah. Like you guys are just like superhumans to us. Like I could not. <laughs> Like we always, not that we would ever, but like we always joke, like we can maybe get like an intro and then we'd be like, all right, well, <laughs> I, got, like, I got an idea. I got the idea. Someone's got to write them. I feel like, but the fact and then you guys can do that like, and not even plot, like you guys are just, you guys are just so freaking amazing in our eyes. Like it's just, it's, it's like, it's a beautiful craft and you guys just execute and it's just, we freaking love reading it. Like, cause I don't know how you all can do that with your minds. No, it's just so cool. Like, so like, yeah, I'm like, it all. I'm like, how do people come up with this stuff? Like, what, <laughs> like, like, do you wake up and you're like, Oh my God, I had this idea. Or like, are you like just watching Like you're saying like, you're watching like your uncle or someone playing hockey. And it's like, you come up with these ideas. It's just, it's mind blowing. It's so mind blowing. I think, I think once you're in that, like, um, frame of mind like uh tessa bailey does a really good job on her tiktok kind of not explaining but showing what an author's mind is like yeah and mm -hmm. she'll see something and then she'll be like oh and this is what happened and blah, blah blah no joke that is 
for real what goes on in my head as well and probably every other author you see a little snippet a little instance of something and you're like and and then he goes and tells you this and then they say that and then it like just goes off in your head um and I am the person who will wake up in the morning is like I had the best idea and like I have it in my notes on my phone and like sometimes the notes are garbled because it's in the middle of the night and the like like cell phone screen is so bright I'm like ooh, like, see, yeah, like, try to yeah. yeah. <laughs> um and uh yeah it just kind of depends and I have my best like scene moments where I think of different scenes that I would write right before bed which mm-hmm. is like I lights are off I read my whatever book I'm reading and lights are off and I'm just trying to fall asleep and I start thinking about the characters and what they would do and all this different stuff or first thing in the morning before I before I like truly wake up, I have the best scene ideas. Like some of the like sexiest scenes I've ever written come from just being like half asleep, half awake. That's incredible. And, incredible. Yeah, it's one of the best times to do it. I love it. I always like, okay, let's think about your book right now. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of sexy scenes, that sauna scene, girl. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, is it? I was, I was, yeah, I was like, okay, I'm sweating. I was like, is it hot in the sauna or is it just me? Like, oh my God. I was like laying there. I was like, damn. <laughs> Who knew sauna could be like that hot? No pun intended. Like, literally. Yeah. Um, yeah. Of, I think what makes that scene like that exciting is one, it's kind of, it's not taboo, but it's like, they shouldn't be doing what they're doing, but they're doing it anyway. So you already have that feeling inside where you're like, ooh, like this is so exciting. Yeah. But um, I also really, and this is like kind of weird, but I love edging my readers. And so I yes. love prolonging and teasing until mm-hmm. you like finally get to that moment. And I think everything was like coming to that point during that like sauna moment that you were like, oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah, like the oh my God, I, we live for tension. I was gonna say we always say like, of course we love spice. But yes, the longer the buildup, like the mm-hmm. better for us. Like, yeah, I think it was just also so captivating because Ollie was so like. I mean, had her moments because she wants to make sure she's beautiful and like you know attract. She like he's attracted to her, but like she's very confident. She's not afraid to do or say like what she's thinking and like compliment him and make him feel good, which is also hot. Like it just, yeah. I feel like it just like, really starts to turn a mood and it's like, you know, you're cool girl. Like that's pretty I awesome. Did, I was not like that at 21. I was going to say, <laughs> I did not have that kind of confidence at 21. No. Like, I don't know. I actually, I found, I, I'm glad you brought that up because I found that like very fascinating. I was watching a TikTok, obviously like all of us do now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was this girl and her boyfriend who go to the gym together and work out. And her main purpose, not main purpose besides working out, but like thing that she talks about is always pumping him up and being like, when he's done, she's like, oh God, your biceps are so hot. And I was like, you know what? Yeah. yeah she's right. Yeah. We should be complimenting each other more. And so yeah. I was like, I wrote that into the book because I just thought it was so like, God, like, why don't you hear that more? You know? Right, right, yeah. You always get the guy complimenting the girl, but you're right. Like, mm-hmm. why can't she build him up as well? Yeah. And yeah. he also, like, he needed it. Yes, yeah. And I like that she knew that he needed, like, that yeah. like that affirmation and that mm-hmm. she was very, um, like, patient with him. Yeah. Uh, 
because like a lot of the time, I mean, like there was obviously the miscommunication, like at the end, but sometimes there's like almost like miscommunications where the characters, like she like, I don't know how to explain it, but I love that she was like so patient with them and she was like willing to be like, I mean, it was almost kind of like the same thing with Penny and Eli too. Like she knew that he was going through a lot and like, yeah, she was very upset. Um, obviously with the whole like I love you and stuff but she was like willing to stick it out and like that is like what made him kind of like mm-hmm. start believing that he was lovable and I feel like Taters was kind of the same way like they were similar in that yes I agree and I think it's also fun to um take what you would perceive as this macho alpha type mm-hmm. guy but give him an insecurity that needles at him the entire time and you yep. see it as a reader and you feel it um bringing down an alpha like that is one of my favorite things um I don't know if you guys read historicals but Tessa Dare um is one of my favorite historical authors ever because she does it in a more comical way but she has this like <laughs> these literally like, reading <laughs> <laughs> the wallflower series the wallflower series just read okay. that um she'll have these like rich lords and um, dukes who like obviously have this appeal to them that they are of the highest society. And these women come in and just slash them and bring them down to their knees. And it's so freaking funny. She does such a good job. But like that aspect of like taking this guy's image and really breaking it down as an author mm-hmm. so that readers like you like lift the veil. He's really not that guy. And like Silas, he's really not that guy. He's the guy who's like, heartbroken and want someone to mend it and fix it and like please just love me like I I love it so much it's also like it's nice to read because again like you get so many and not complaining like you get so many alpha main characters who are just that they're just alpha but like again real life like there might be guys out there yeah who are going to put on this facade but like you're saying you lift it up and it's like there are some insecurities and I don't know. It was just, it was just so, it was just so wholesome. It was so wholesome to read. Yeah. And I just, I love a male main character that like comes off like super tough, but it's just like soft and good. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. That just for me is, does it. <laughs> One of my <laughs> favorites. Yes. I also was laughing. So another part that I laughed at and my husband was like, what are you laughing at? Um, when they're talking about nicknames and she calls him fart face. Oh my God. I'm not kidding you. I literally call my husband like fart head all the yeah. time. And he's like, that's, he's like, don't like say that in front of people. <laughs> and like, she calls him fart face. And I was like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> my wife calls me that. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> that's amazing. It's like it in like for no reason at all. Yeah. It's like I'll call her. Oh, this is like way too intimate, but I'll be like, "Hey, puss," as in, like, <laughs> and she's like, "What fart face?" That is so terrific. Oh you guys God. are probably amazing to hang out with, and I feel like we could probably just like listen to the two of you banter back and forth, and just yeah. be like, "You must keep going." Yeah. It, it honestly is like she she deals with me. She's like she just deals with me. That's like her life now. She I, I am the epitome of my female main characters. I am 
freaking just in the clouds most of the time. Like, I love a good joke. And I love, like, just being sarcastic and goofy and ridiculous most of the time. Like, I'll go around the house and I'll just start stomping around and singing a song. And Steph's like, what the is wrong with you? Like, <laughs> I'm not kidding. This is the dynamic with my husband. Like, he's always like, are yes. like, are you on or something? And I'm like, no. <laughs> no, it's just like, it's just way. And so like, um, and I'm just super bubbly and like, you yeah. know, and Steph is very dry sense of humor. Yes. Very like, if someone talked bad about you, I'll kill him. Who is it? You tell me right now. Like, she's, she's very she's like, your animal. <laughs> yeah, it's like protective, but also, like, if I do something stupid, she's the first one to roll her eyes and be like, oh, my God. Like, mm-hmm. Megan, get it together. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Puss you need that days. balance. You need the balance. So you do. <laughs> I also just love that his um, last name is Tater. Like, yeah. I literally the entire time I was like, yo, I need, like, Tater Tots. Like, I actually think I ordered she was a burger shop down the street. And I was like... I took a call my husband. I was like, y'all need a turkey burger and tater tots. Like, stop. <laughs> and then she called, like, then when he calls him, like, potato. Yeah. I was yeah. like, I was like, this is so good. Um, yeah. Who doesn't love a potato? My favorite. Name someone who doesn't like a potato. I don't know. They I do, used- potatoes do so much for us. Like, tater tots, french fries, a baked potato. Vodka. vodka. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You learn something new every day. <laughs> yeah. Stick so with us. Yeah. Teach you. Teach you away. Okay. So what was the inspiration behind the Jacob's Ladder? <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I like the secret behind it. Because, like, once Ollie started being like, this guy has got to have the best dick ever. You yeah. know, like, I was just like... There, it has to be pierced too. I feel like it has to be pierced. And I wrote, I've had a few piercings in my time of writing. Um, I had one person comment because I was, I've been like posting about the Jacob's Ladder on TikTok. And mm-hmm. I had one person comment, Are you watching tons and tons of porn? Like, what are you, like, how do you know? And I'm like, I was introduced to this, like, I want to say back in 2013 when I was reading, yeah. and I've always been fascinated by it. And so, like, a few of my characters have had it, but it has to be a certain type of character. Like, um, the change-up, which is um, one of my baseball, baseball books. Yeah. Um, the guy's name is Maddox, and he is the epitome of a guy who would have a pierced dick. Like, there's just no doubt about it. And... Um, and then in my teacher series, I have um, Pike. He has a Jacob's Ladder as well. But I never really thought about promoting it. <laughs> I don't know why. It's just something I like to slip in. And people are like, oh, my God. Um, probably like people are like, wait, stop. Let me go back up and rewatch that. Yeah. One more yeah. time. <laughs> but like I was like randomly doing a TikTok and I was like trying to or it wasn't it was my cover reveal. And I was like, oh, let me put something else in there. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Well, I'll just put this in there and see if like people are all about it. Yeah. So now I'm like, oh. I didn't know what it was until I read it in Zodiac Academy. Like the one character gets gets his dick pierced. And I didn't know what it was. So I like looked it up and like to my, I was like, Google, I'm like, what's a Jacob's life? <laughs> Search history for like the next thing. <laughs> just like dicks. <laughs> uh, I didn't know that one. 
I don't know. I didn't know. I mean, I didn't. I like. I had. I didn't know what it was called. Like once I saw it, I was like, "Oh, that's." What I that's think I only called. knew because like I went through a major piercing phase of my life where I was you thinking about getting a Jacob's ladder piercing. No, you idiot! Like, I, but like. <laughs> Dollars. There's literally at yeah. Fat Cat Tattoo in Keyport, New Jersey. There was a major sign, and it literally had pictures and the names of each piercing. Really? I was like 16. Well, I'm getting my belly button pierced. So I'm like, all right. Well, whoa! <laughs> Didn't yeah. know that was a possibility. <laughs> my That's mom's amazing. like, <laughs> yeah, right. I do. I do think it depends on the character and depends on how. Like Huxley would never be a guy who would do that to his penis, yeah. you know. No, no. Um, but I think maybe someone who is trying to like, I Silas, I could see because he's someone who's been hurt and he's like trying to take the control back and trying to fix things. And of course, he'd be like, you know what? Let me just get my dick pierced. Like this will be fine. Well, like especially with Sarah too. Like he wanted to pleasure her so much, and then found her being pleasured by others. Like yeah, he mm-hmm. like so got shattered. So it's like. How do you, yeah, I'm with you. Like, how do you rebuild? Let me do something cool. Mm-hmm. Like, this might feel good for someone down the road. So, exactly. You get it. You get it. I, I still get it. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I totally agree with Ross when he pulled that comment. He's definitely. Not <laughs> they just knew they were they like, do. he definitely has a pierced I also loved um, Ollie. Uh, using Taylor Swift to get pumped up at the gym. Yes. Um, because that is literally me. It's great. <laughs> Ollie, and that aspect is so you, and, like, the Ollie running is so me. Yeah. Like, I am the person who, like, well, I don't really drink. So, like, if you guys are all out, like, I'm like, yeah, you all get hung over and you deal. I'm going to go for a run, but if you want food afterwards, you let me know and I'll come back with it for you. Yeah. <laughs> like, on her bachelorette, like, everyone's, like, hung over, sleeping. I'm like, so I'm going to run a 5K. <laughs> <laughs> I no, mean, you're like, how, could okay. you, how could you not like get your workout on with taylor swift right like i mean i like one of my favorite offer one of my favorite clips and it's nothing to do with taylor Swift, but it, i don't know it just reminds me of it. um harry styles was on um the ellen show a while back and she asked who do you listen to when you work out and he said one direction and like i just Still to this day, I think it's the funniest freaking thing. <laughs> you just like can picture this guy like listening to yeah. his own music while we're yeah. <laughs> I fucking love him so much. That's actually I know, I've never seen that. Who story. doesn't love Harry? It's like it's it's really honestly, it's gotten to the point now where like my FYP and my Instagram mm-hmm. are just all Harry Styles. Yes. And and I'm like, and I still watch Every single one of them, even though I have seen pretty much all of them. And yeah, I feel like, oh, yeah. It's, it's like, from, like, good different angle. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's just, oh, it's, it's getting, it's getting to me so much that we're going to London in um, July. Ooh. And um, I told Steph, I was like, maybe we just hop on over to Germany real quick because he'll yeah. be there in concert. <laughs> I wouldn't that be fun. That. I vote yes. So I had tickets to one of his shows at MSG and then I had surgery two days before and I couldn't go. And it's like the, like, I'm still so upset about this. I would not be able to get over it. No. Like I was like, I'm going to go. I don't care if I'm getting surgery. Like you're not making it. I I didn't make it. I did not make it. Yeah. I I, I was like, I'm definitely going to try to get there. Um, (laughs) 
What was your favorite scene to write in this book? Do you have um, one? <laughs> I really enjoyed when he teased her. They were like angry at each other. And then he teased her and then left without satisfaction. Yeah. Um, I love yeah. those moments because I I think it's not just teasing the character. I think it's teasing you guys. And yes. um, I love those. And there's also, um, I love the scene where she's she took him to an event and her um, boss is there. And they're like, how did you meet? And then she just completely <laughs> drops so their meet cute. <laughs> Next. Thing. The donkey loves the donkey. <laughs> but I love how like they end up going to the zoo, and he ends up having his fly down. Like it just—it was full circle. Was like, Very yes. full circle. I think my stomach hurt from laughing at that part. I was like, it was like watching a car crash. I was like, oh, we stop. stop. Yeah, stop. Felt <laughs> like embarrassed for the characters. I'm like, oh my god, like, as if you're there. And that's and that's the best part about. To me, comedy and like the com- kind of comedy I write, be- not to like toot my own horn, but um, there's so many different ways to write comedy. And there's, I think comedy has died a little bit in certain aspects because, you know, everyone is being kinder and being more politically correct, which I think yeah. is great. But um, I think some people haven't found a way in between and found how to be comedic without insulting somebody else. And I think one of the best ways to be comedic is to be self-deprecating in a way it, as the characters. So, or putting them in the most awkward, uncomfortable positions, like I ate an apple or, you know, um, oi my dick. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> oi my dick. Like just <laughs> things that are like to the character humiliating in, not in like a political way but in a way that anyone could relate to because they've been in that moment and they're like oh my god this is so horrifying but um I just so that whole scene like I wrote it and then when I was going back through edits it was usually my scenes where there's comedy in them they're just like a skeleton and when I'm going through edits it's where I really beef it up and I'm really like adding stuff and um I went through that scene a few times because I was like it's so important that people are like can she stop like this is horrifying yeah. but she does it and that's yeah you're right like you're sitting there you're like please for the love of Christ shut up yeah <laughs> we must stop now I was like she just keeps going <laughs> Yeah, but the keeps coming up, like, oh yeah, like at the doctor's office, and like, and then like he's like, oh my god, like, please. It's so funny that he's, I mean, like, he's like, we have, like, they just have to go with that story, and his friends are like, what were you doing at the zoo? Yeah, like, zoo. you went to the zoo. Yeah, you go to zoo by yourself. Like, who are you? <laughs> like, they were like chicken tenders. Yeah, eating chicken fingers. One <laughs> chicken tender while looking at the donkeys with your fly down. <laughs> Uh, she's someone I would love to be friends with in like person. I, yeah, like if this was yeah, a real human being, I would love to be her friend. She's so much fun, like so so much fun. All the girls are like I. I kind of wish that we got like more of like I mean like obviously Penny in this book is still pregnant, like she gives birth or whatever. But like I feel like in the next one, like we need like a girls' night, like with like the girls going out <laughs> without the boys, because I feel like the like the chaos between like Winnie Penny. Ollie and whoever comes next, obviously, like it would just be amazing. Yeah, I agree. I couldn't write Penny in because she was yeah pregnant, and so I just didn't think that she would be 
that available. No, especially towards so, the end of the pregnancy. Yeah. So I was like, huh, oh, she really would. And, and towards the end of the pregnancy, if you read those three little words, you know that she's not in a place to be public. <laughs> like yeah. She's not supposed to be around people. She's losing her mind. So yes. um, I just didn't think that she would be in there. But like Winnie obviously is. She's like yeah. Yeah. there to to be a friend. So um, I do think it'd be fun to kind of bring them all together in the next book, especially it. Like I could see them all joining forces when like Posey is having a mental breakdown and then them being the one that are like texting for him. And like, yes. I could see that happening and yes. that be like really cool. Cause he's like, I'm not going to go to these boys. I've helped them. Like they don't know anything. Like, yeah, I could see that. That's a good idea. Fun. I think it's so funny that they do continue to go to him and he's like, not the best. No, <laughs> no. He's but he's so fucking cute. Like, he, yeah. The bologna sandwiches. Like, oh my God. I'm, I'm just, I love him so much. Uh, and I'm just like so intrigued by Holmes. I'm, I'm looking forward to both of those books whenever yeah. you get around to reading them. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. The sooner the better. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I have so much, I have so much planned for like, I don't even I, know. I was going to say, I can't even imagine how like, like the like you know the Kane brothers show up and like riot and there's like all of like the series even though they're not connected they still kind of all, it's all in the same universe and like I love that yeah that that started um, maybe back in like 2017 I started yeah. thinking to myself how can I connect all of these somehow and or I was like oh I need a restaurant or like something like that something along those lines. I'm like, Oh, I'll just use one that I've already written about. Like, why not? And so then yeah. it started to get a little tricky and I started doing it too much to the point where I was like, Oh my God, like, I don't remember where everyone's connected. And like, you'll see like the, you know, in the Kane brothers series, they're like, Oh, I was watching this show. And one of the shows is from a book that I wrote several years ago or, um, in so not meant to be. She, Kelsey has a podcast and she interviews um, couples on how they met. And um, every couple she interviews is a couple from one of my books. Um, so you get all of their meet cutes like in the podcast. And so like at the end of the, um, at the very end of the book, I write down like everybody's like couples and like what books they're from. Because at first I was going to use other people's stories and I was, it started to get a little tricky. And I was like, you know what? She's my characters. Like I have this like plethora, like why not? So yeah, they're all connected. You'll see like a lot more happening um, with more connections that I probably won't be able to track myself. Someone, <laughs> someone just messaged me on Instagram that they made a chart of how everyone's interconnected. And I was like, how? You are, you are magnificent. I don't know how you did it. That is really good. That's really, I'm always like so shocked when like fans are able to do things like that. Like, especially you, I was just going to say, you have such like an immense backlog of books. Mm -hmm. Like you have written so much. Um, Mm -hmm. And I have like things that I've had downloaded on my Kindle, like just trying to get to them. Um, so that's so impressive. Cause I feel like they've probably been reading your books like as they've come yeah. out and like, they probably like yeah. went back 
and started like making all the connections. That's like, yeah, it's so cool that people could like think to do that, do that, yeah, like share it. Like it's so like, fun. You <laughs> as the author don't like couldn't do it, but like somebody like that's I don't know. I feel like that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, because I posted today because I was cleaning out my closet and it was a real disaster. And I I couldn't take it anymore. And I was like, I need fresh space here. So I was cleaning my closet and I saw this chart that I made. I was like, oh, this is pathetic. But I posted it anyways because I was like, see, like I'm trying because everyone asks me all the time. Now that things have gotten a little crazy, they're like, what's your universe chart? We want to know. We want to know how everyone's connected. And I'm like, oh, gosh, like, I know, know, like I would like to know, too. but they they were like, I actually made one and it's so freaking nice. And like once she's ready to share it, then I'm gonna be like posting it everywhere. I'm like, here, everybody. <laughs> That's yeah. what you've been waiting for. I'm gonna need to see that like immediately. Yeah. Oh my god. That's so good. That's really cool. Yeah. What fans? That's so awesome. That's gotta be like the coolest feeling in the world is like fans who like constantly read all of your stuff, like are like doing that, like it's got to be like the coolest feeling to get messages like that. Like, Hey, look, like I followed along and like, I figured all this out. Like, yeah. I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> Thank you. I know. I'm, I'm so grateful for my readership and for the people who, you know, have been there from the very beginning or have just picked up a book, you know, I'll go, I'll try to reply to almost every comment and someone will be like, um, Oh, I just picked up your book. And I really loved it. I'm going to read your other stuff. And like genuinely I say, thank you for giving me a chance because Mm -hmm. I know that everybody has the opportunity to pick whoever they want to read. And the fact that someone picked up my book, it still is mind boggling to me, you know, and I'm like 60 books in at this point, you know, and someone's like, I'm going to read this. I picked up um, the first book I read of yours was a not so meet cute. And it was back in August, I was on my honeymoon and I was just like, I downloaded a bunch of books and I was like, all right, like I'm a mood reader. So like, it has yeah. to, like I have to just be like, it has to strike me. And I was like, I'm going to mm-hmm. read this. I read it. I think in like one sitting, I was like on the beach or whatever. Um, and I just feel like, I don't know where, where was I going with this? Oh, you no, sorry. Read. I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, rah. I'm a mess. No, I was gonna say it was, and then I was like, oh, like how many other books does she have? Like, I want to download like her whole backlog because that's what I'll do. I'll download everything, and then I'll just kind of get to. And I was like, oh my uh, god, I'm be busy for a while. <laughs> I was like, this is gonna take me years. <laughs> it'll take it'll take a very long time. Yeah. But there's like such a new wave of readers that it's you know it's really exciting because. Um, You know, there's, I've been reading since 2012 when the Kindle first came out. And I actually told my wife, I was like, I want a Kindle. Um, So if you can get me one for Christmas, that'd be great. And she's like, "Uh, but you don't read. So why would I waste the money? And I'm like, you listen here, puss. Um, (laughs) And I was like, um, if I had a Kindle, I would read. And so she got me a Kindle and she made sure that everybody and like my family and stuff got me an Amazon gift card so that I had money to buy books. Yeah, and I had, I think, $150 and I hoarded that so well. I was like, because I found that you could find free books at first. So I started downloading all these free books. Um and like some of them, I am not a blurred blurb reader. I'm like, 
romance, romance, like one click, one click. Like I didn't care. Like as long as the cover looked like it was romance. Some of them were like um, sweet romance, Christian romance. And so they weren't even holding hands. And it was like 80%. And I'm like, I can't take this. <laughs> they haven't even touched. <laughs> and I'm like, oh no, another Christian romance, Megan. <laughs> So many got me so many times, um, but I just like I loved it so much, and I felt like you know now if like um, book talk and all that has come along, and a new generation of readers have come along, it's just you know I keep getting all these people who are like I just found you, and I'm like I'm so excited, like how about it? There's like a world of possibilities in my universe that you can read. <laughs> that's like that's like I love that though. It's like I started my grand my grandma. She's a, she's a hip young thing. So she got me into reading when I was like 16 and it was like Nora Roberts and Heather Graham who are like mystery romance writers who have like one smut scene, but like at the age of 16, I was like, hello, this is fantastic. (laughs) You're so right. Like you don't, how did you look for books back then? Like you were literally at Barnes and Noble or the library, like reading the back, hoping to like them. And like, plus like we read a lot of the similar stuff too, but also very different. Like, Like you said, you've been on your hockey romance kick and like, when when like reading one of yours i was like now i need to go like now i need to go back and read like books one and two and like and yeah. then i want to do the baseball series like it's so cool to find new authors that you're like excited i about. absolutely freaking love this like yeah. i'm i'm yeah like you like get like a hype like a high off of it and then you want to download everything else because like i this is incredible yeah yeah like there's yeah. such so- great work out there and like it's fun when you it is fun as a reader to find all that so yeah. thank you and you can always like one of my favorite things too is because people will be like you have so many books like don't be overwhelmed you don't have to read them all at first (laughs) you like a lot of people call my books which I don't take offense to at all but my books are a good palate cleanser and so like let's say you're reading a lot of dark romance or maybe like a lot of fantasy or something like that and you just need that like switch up and people yeah. are like, I'll read one of your books. And it just is so great. It does exactly what I need. And um, I think that's great. I think, you know, you got people who will binge all of them. You know, people who will come back and be like, you know, Megan's a tried and true. I know I'm going to get spice. I know that I'm going to get humor. Yeah. And I know that there's going to be some, like, heart in there, you know? Yeah. yeah, like I say, like, not to compare you to, like, other authors. But we always say the same thing about, like, Tessa Bailey, like, you know that you're getting like a funny, like cute romance with good spice. Like, you know what you're going to get going into it. So it's, yeah. if I have like nothing, if I'm like in a slump or I don't know what I want to read next, like that, like her, like I go to authors like that where yeah. I know what I'm getting into. So I know I'm going to love it. And like, exactly. Like you're like, you are in that same yeah, category. Agree. Plus like sometimes like, I mean, don't get me wrong. We like different genres, but like, I like chasing like that feel good high. So like your mm-hmm. books make me feel good. Like I, I laughed. I like was like, Oh my God, this is so touching. You can relate. Like when you can start doing that with the book, you want to keep, like you say, you want that backlog to keep going with. And yeah. then yeah, if you want to throw in another book or two, like sure. But like you always go back to the feel goods, like no matter what, you always go back to like those nice, yeah. like, Ooh, like, okay, I'm happy now. Like I'm feeling good. Like it's just, it's great. It's yeah. a great feeling. It really is. I mean, it's kind of like if you're watching like all of, if you're binging like Ozark on Netflix 
And then you're like, oh my God, enough of the blue filter already. And you're like, I just need something that's going to make me feel good. And you go to your tried and true of friends or, you know, the office or I love Big Bang Theory so much. Oh, that's so good. It's so terrific. But it's just something that like you can always go back to knowing that it will give you exactly what you need. Yes. It's like a staple. You need a staple. You need something to ground you from time to time. You need something to go back to. Yeah. It's nice when you start adding like authors to like that little collection. Yeah. So as I'm like, oh, I don't know what this was. <laughs> I'm scooping them, scooping them. Yeah. Oh, I love them. Yeah. Oh. Deliriousness. So we want to thank you so much. Um, yeah. Thank you for coming on. First of all, but also for just like writing these delightful characters. Yes. Um, we love them so much, and we're just like grateful to be able to talk to you about them. Like this yeah. was so. Fun. It was fun. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. And um, I mean, I'll be sitting here waiting for Mm -hmm. your next announcement. Uh, No pressure. (laughs) I swear I won't slide into your DM every other day. Um, Even if it's not one of the hockey ones, I I mean, you mentioned Penn and now I'm like, (laughs) I love Riot. Like I'm down for, uh, I was I'm very, I'm very intrigued by Penn. So I'm looking forward to that. Whenever you, no pressure. <laughs> I mean, just, just wait. There's some fun things planned, um, especially for the end of the year. So we'll see. Perfect. My, my birthday's at the end of the year. So I'll just say, <laughs> yeah, my birthday present. Thank you so much for making it. <laughs> it's my pleasure. <laughs> But yeah, thanks again, Megan. It was, this has been really fun. Yeah, it's great chatting with you. Thank you. Have a good one. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to our episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to subscribe to receive notifications anytime a new episode drops. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at thebff.bookclub. If you have any comments, questions, book recommendations, or books you want us to talk about in future episodes, please send us an email at thebff.bookclub1 at gmail.com. We appreciate your support. See you, fuckers.